0: It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com. Top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more fantasy points. What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Week 17 edition of Hanson's Hints. Here at fantasypoints.com. I'm John Hansen, recording this podcast on Thursday morning here, December 28th. Waiting a little bit longer than usual here. Normally, I record this podcast Wednesday, try to get it up on Thursday morning, but you know, later in the season here, thought I'd wait a little bit. I'm also very tired on uh, Wednesday night, so a little bit better for me to. Wake up on Thursday, sleep on all the matchups for another night, and bust out some picks. Certainly worked out pretty well last week, I felt. I went, I think, 5-0 and on the props that I discussed, including a Tyler Higby prop that I actually did not list on the website there, but uh, did pretty well. Let's stay hot here, and let's go through all the Week 17 matchups, starting with the Thursday Night Affair which is not expected to be a fantasy bonanza as the Cleveland Browns host the New York Jets. It's actually a pretty good schematic matchup for Joe Flacco, but overall, certainly a difficult one for him and Amari Cooper. I don't think we're benching Cooper at this point. I'm not expecting the world uh, against a Jets defense that's obviously very talented on the outside there with Sauce Gardner and D.J. Reed but they do give up production to the tight end. So I think we're certainly using David Njoku and we're hoping for the best with Jerome Ford. I, you know, I keep uh, giving Jerome Ford love and, you know, stating, you know, that I understand he's not a stud, but the guy does seem to do something pretty much every single week, except maybe week 15, but he did score again last week. Uh, That's what you're hoping for. Of course, Kareem Hunt well in the mix, Uh, for the jets we did win a couple of props last week if you read my article or Hanson's hints uh, the article version which is you know essentially the written version of this podcast but of course i I write the bulk of that uh over the weekend when i got all the information but you know i know people like information early uh in the week so we do this a little earlier than when i released the full Hanson's hints but i think uh Garrett Wilson was my top prop for the whole week, and, and that was a winner. And then I actually went with that Brees Hall prop, which uh, was an easy win over, I think, three and a half grabs or four and a half. Uh, dude ended up getting 12 grabs this past week. Uh, not the best matchup for Brees Hall. Um, what are you going to do? You hope he scores and or rips off a big play and or you know catches another five, six, seven balls. Uh, I do like the prop for uh, Brees Hall over four and a half grabs. Now it's bad odds and all that, so it, it is a little scary. So if you don't like betting bad odd ones, eh, bad odds picks, I think it's like minus one seventy. So you got to bet one seventy to win hundred, or you know you know how it is seventeen to win ten, whatever. You know if you're not into the bad odd bets, I, I would maybe just avoid it because of those bad odds. Uh, I said this morning on the radio, it's like when you when you bet an a uh, A pick like a prop with bad odds and you lose it's like two losses basically like a i lost and b i I lost a lot it's like almost losing two bets so uh be careful on that one but the the prop is for me the thursday night special of uh with tyler conklin and it's one of those deals where you know I, i looked at myriad pieces of information and they all lined up like the fact that the Browns all of a sudden are getting pretty much ripped by tight ends, giving up 13-plus fantasy points per game in three straight. Dalton Schultz, eight for 61. Cole Komet, five for 23 with a touch. Evan Ingram, 11 for 92 and two touches recently here last week in this matchup. Conklin has three-plus catches in 12 of his last 14. He has seen six-plus targets in four straight. He did get it done last week with Trevor Simeon, four for 36 on seven targets. So I am going over the uh, yardage total there for Tyler Conklin, which, by the way, is uh, creeping upward. I, I wrote it up on Wednesday night on points bet. It was 25.5. DraftKings, I think, was 26.5. Well, that, that's already up to 29.5. So we are getting into uh, scarier territory, but I am still in on Tyler. Conklin in this one and then Garrett Wilson will see a tougher matchup there on the outside not the greatest matchup for Garrett Wilson I mean once again it's like Brees Hall what are we going to do probably have to start Garrett Wilson let's move on to the next game here I'm just going to go through what I've been doing lately is on Wednesday I look at all the injuries. I go through all the matchups, all the data, and I kind of, you know, lay it all out there. And, you know, it's easier for me to write the article when I have all the information. Uh, this way I'm not just going back and forth. So I place all the information in the article and then I write it on up once, you know, well, I'll start that tonight actually. And then I'll do it into Friday. I've been working, honestly, if you read the article, hopefully it's, uh, been effective for you i know it's kind of long but it's got a lot of bullet points i try to you know be very quick uh and to the point with it but i have been spending a lot of time on that article i mean when i mean a lot i'm talking like 20 plus hours now i am a little slower in my old age but anywho let's uh get into it hopefully the article's been working out well for you I, i really uh honestly feel good about the analysis there and a lot of it is fantasy points data and a lot of the tools you know it, it's the best stuff that i've ever produced and i've been doing this for 29 years and it's probably the more the most accurate stuff i've ever produced so you know it really is amazing because a lot of my success has been some you know intangible qualities here uh intuition uh, you name it good good feel for vibes and all that stuff that i've always talked about i'm a i'm an eyeball test guide all that well that's all great and that's all important and you know that that's how i've been you know accurate on some calls but now you add to it uh all these data points and tools now we're removing a good portion of the luck from the equation so i, I think i've removed maybe 35 to 40 percent of the luck in the equation uh it is still football weird things happen detroit lions at dallas cowboys uh decent schematic matchup for dak lamb looking okay other guys are kind of neutral it's a bad schematic matchup for ferguson for what it's worth you know i mean he's probably a guy you're rolling with but detroit has been pretty good against tight ends this year and then tony pollard look good, good luck uh, it's it's unbelievable how empty calorie he's been, basically. Uh, I, Goff's a tough one, man. Uh, it's a very tough call. All the splits indoors are good. Like that. And it's in Dallas where, where we don't have a weather concern, but he also is bad against pressure. I know the Cowboy D has not been dominant, but uh, Goff did have a really bad game in this matchup last year. I remember saying, like, no, I think he went off the week before. And I'm like, nope. Uh, Bad pass, bad, uh, really good pass rush. So it's a bad problem uh, for Goff, and he had a really bad game. Uh, So, uh, you know, I think we've got him at like QB 16, 17, you know, certainly not in a rush to use him. But we do have a lot of points expected in this game, and, and that is good. So we might get some garbage time production, and it is a really good matchup schematically for Sam Laporta, FYI. And you're using a Monra, even though it's not the best matchup for him. Let's go to Miami at Baltimore. That is the first Sunday game. It's a little scary. Uh, not the best schematic matchup for Lamar. It's a bad schematic matchup for all the receivers and bad individual matchup. And I'm talking wideouts here. Uh, however, the big winner is Likely. Uh, this will be an Isaiah Likely game again. As Miami has been suspect against tight ends, pretty good uh, schematic matchup for Tua Tonga We'll see about Jalen Waddle with a high ankle. That 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 is certainly scary, but uh, you know, kind of a a neutral matchup for Tyreek. Believe it or not, uh, I have to see what the prop is, but I might go with a Durham Smythe prop uh, this week. I uh, I hate trying to steal wins with low end guys and losing it but i have a couple low end guys uh, schematically that uh, does look really good like for example Smythe. like i can look it up right now what it is but you know when when you have a, a it's a it's a positive schematic matchup for tua a nasty matchup personnel wise for the wide receivers yet a positive schematic matchup for Smythe, so you add it all up i'm like wow and the ravens have been bad against side ends it, this one might actually work let me find um oh you know what i think the dolphins props are not yet on the board because maybe uh the tyreek situation. tyreek tyreek Tyre- hill situation so we'll skip that for now but you know be able to look out for that one i may actually play that durham Smythe prop uh let's move on here and You know, not the best matchup for the running backs, but what are you going to do to the Patriots and Bills? Yeah, not expecting a ton here. I mean, Josh Allen's history is good. It's a pretty good schematic matchup for him, but I'm out on Gabe Davis this week. I did like him last week. Uh, Diggs has had a good history here, pretty good. They play man. Uh, He can beat that, but overall, the schematic numbers aren't wonderful. Uh, And it is a good schematic matchup for Dalton Kincaid, but I don't know if you could use him uh, after the last couple of weeks here. And certainly New England has been pretty good against tight ends for the most part. Uh, I actually do like Khalil Shakir prop. Uh, I'm digging deep here, but I really like it. Um, Here it is over 22.5 like really 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 like that one uh throwing that out there like i feel very good about it i don't know why well i do know why they play man he can be like their man beater uh i mean he's khalil shakir so it's hard to like feel really good yet somehow i've gotten there um just throwing that out there moving on i think james cook's probably gonna have to do it in the passing game here zappy does have a positive schematic matchup i don't know about hunter henry yet recording us on thursday morning not the best matchup for pop douglas here he will see a lot of teron johnson as well and no ramandre so you can keep using zeke certainly and hope for the best he's getting getting it done with volume uh he also scored against the uh, bills by the way And they are giving up catches, are the Bills. Ninth most receptions per game to running backs. Moving on to Falcons-Bears. Boy, we need Cole Komet here. That's a problem for Justin Fields because if no Komet, I know he's iffy to play now, then who the heck is he throwing it to? Because DJ Moore is going to see a lot of A.J. Terrell, which is a little scary, and the Falcons have been stingy, so fields is going to have to run and the good news is he ran a lot in, in this matchup last year so i think that's what we're looking at we're, we're very reliant on fields running uh with the ball i'm going to call up real quick what he got in that matchup on the ground because i believe it was a uh, pretty significant oh yeah 18 carries for 85 and a touch uh he only threw for 153 and a touch. He did throw a pick. I could see something similar, but we, we need you to run, Justin. 23.6 fantasy points in that matchup last year. But yeah, uh, don't like DJ Moore. You know, it's a it's a tough spot. So, you know, hopefully you have a better option. For the Falcons, we've been all over Drake London getting it right, left, and right here. I mean, three weeks ago, I liked him for the prop, hit it big time. He went for a hundred. Last two weeks, especially last week, nope. Bad matchup schematically, and he did very little. Well, this is a good one, Uh, even though the Bears' D is respectable. uh, I I think London is a good play uh, this week. The tight ends are pretty decent here for the Falcons again. Uh, I like the Johnny Smith prop last week. That did win. Then back to the Bears real quick. I mean, the backfield situation is annoying, but the game is close, and Deontay Foreman is – active and with the team i think he's been their guy and he could get some volume uh and i don't know about roshan here unless it turns into a higher scoring game uh then Bijan too like hey i did like him last week lost the prop but we did like him and he came through so you're going to use him in a tougher matchup tennessee at houston don't know about the quarterback yet but i i think we're trending toward will levis it's a very good schematic match for him Really good schematic matchup for D-Hop if you need him. I know it's been tough, but D-Hop could do it in this in this matchup uh, against a defense that does play a lot of zone. You like him against zone. I think we're trending uh, toward – oh, and I'm not feeling it with Derrick Henry, who was shut down in this matchup uh, just two weeks ago in Tennessee, and this one's in Houston. Uh, looks like we're trending towards C.J. Stroud. I think we use Dalton Schultz. You feel pretty good with a good schematic matchup you feel good about nico collins uh not the best schematic matchup for noah brown but he will see a lot of trey avery at, at, at for the most part and that's a good individual matchup uh for him and then singletary should do well as well raiders and the colts here moving along the week 17 slate covering it uh, from you know some pretty basic angles here just a quick overview. Um, not the best schematic matchup for AOC, but it is good for Michael Mayer if he goes. We'll see about that. But very good for Devontae Adams. I, I like Devontae Adams. I know it's been rough, but uh, they, they play a lot of zone, and they don't have a corner who's dominant, who's going to travel and shut them down potentially. So whenever that's the case, I like Devontae Adams. And I did like Jacoby Myers last week. I don't like him as much this week. He did come through last week. We'll see about Mike Pittman. Not the best schematic matchup there. It is for, believe it or not, the tight ends. But I don't know if we want to dip that deep and go with Kyle and Granson. But it is for what it's worth. And I'm not going to go with the prop because I've lost it two weeks in a row. A good schematic matchup there for Pierce, for the Colts. And then we'll see about the running backs for the Raiders. Amir White is actually gotten the ball and and shown some good stuff. I, I could see him doing well, again, with volume. But the Colt D, uh, they can be run on, uh, for sure. They have been overall decent, but they absolutely can be run on. Let's move on to the next game here to take a look at. The Carolina Panthers at the Jaguars. Man, what, did, what got into Bryce Young last week? Could not believe it, how solid he looked, moving all over the place, throwing it to DJ Shark. But... It is a bad schematic matchup. I I, I still don't trust him. I still don't trust Shark. Bad schematic matchup for him, too. That's actually a bad schematic matchup for all of them, really, except for maybe Mingo, and you're not using Mingo. So once again, I I think it's uh, Chuba Hubbard or Bust for those Carolina Panthers. And then for Jacksonville, boy, I don't know. Not looking good for Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he's been a warrior. We'll see, but... It is a positive schematic matchup, at least for a lot of the receivers, even though individually it's not the best. Uh, Looks like a good one for Zay Jones, who may play. It is pretty good for Cal Ridley, but we are lowering expectations if it's C.J. Bethard. Uh, Should be able to get the ball to ETN a lot, at least. I mean, he hasn't been able to do much with the touches, uh, but Carolina, that's been their weakness, and when you're playing Carolina, you should be able to get – running back volume, I, I'm going to check now. I, I would have to think that running backs are averaging, you know, well over 20 carries a game against the Carolina Panthers with Bryce Young not doing very well on offense, and maybe they need to lean on ETN, and sure enough, running backs over the last four weeks are getting 25.5 carries. So don't really like ETN in general, but, I mean, it's hard to shy away from that when you when you need – Volume and and all that. And sometimes maybe that's all you need is volume. He can uh, trip and fall into the end zone. But, you know, another 20 touches most likely. And you're not sitting Evan Ingram, of course. It's kind of a neutral matchup for him. Rams-Giants. It's in New Jersey. But, you know, uh, Stafford and these Rams flew to Baltimore about three weeks ago. I thought it was going to go poorly and it went well. Very good matchup for Cooper Cup again. You'll see a lot of Cordell Flott in the slot. Not the best matchup for Puka Nakua. You'll see a lot of Adoree Jackson who had a pick six last week. You're certainly not sitting Puka most the, for most. And you're certainly not sitting Kyron Williams. We, we are back to Tyrod Taylor for the Giants, which I think is good. He can throw it down the field better than Tommy Cutlets. Clicking with Darius Slayton a little bit. Giving some life to Darren Waller. You know, it, it's a really good matchup for Waller. So I, I don't love the matchup for anyone but Waller. Uh, but maybe, you know, Jalen Hyatt is a not a bad long shot play with Tyrod there. Rams have been hit hard by, by quarterbacks. So, I mean, we could feel okay about, like, at the very least, Tyrod is a deep reach QB2. And then, at the very least, Darren Waller. Uh, decent schematic matchup for Stafford. Another good one for Demarcus Robinson, real quick, uh, to bounce back there. And then, as I said last week, and wrote, eh, Barkley, he has been an Eagle killer. You just just roll Barkley out there. I mean, it's not a scary matchup at all. And Barkley did uh, come through last week um, when a lot of people were not worried were worried about him. I I thought it would be okay, and it was. Uh, Arizona Cardinals at the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, it's it's a plus matchup for Kyler. Uh, schematically I think McBride is getting a boatload of touches and targets obviously someone between Rondell Moore and Greg Dortch is going to do something in this game and I think it's Dortch I'm going Dortch uh, plus schematic match for him James Connor hope for the best Eagles haven't been great against the run really good matchup for Philly uh, good one schematically for skinny Batman not as great for AJ Brown Feel a lot better about Dallas Goddard after last week. And then I think we could use uh, DeAndre Swift uh, if we need him. Next game is the Saints at the Bucks. Not the greatest schematic matchup for Carr, but I'm rolling with Alave. I think Shaheed, not the greatest schematic matchup, but they do play a lot of zone. You like him against zone. Feel pretty good. Not as good as last week. Feel okay about Jawan Johnson. Not as good as last week. I did like that prop Baker schematically looking good. Big Mike big time Uh, unless Marshawn Lattimore returns. We'll see about that. Uh, But that's certainly a big story there. Uh, And Godwin looking good. I mean, it's a medium schematic matchup, but I think we're looking good there with Godwin. We're always looking good with our guy Rashad white. Uh, And you're hoping for the best with Al Camara. I mean, let's lower expectations. Like at this point, I think I'd take 12 points and be happy. San Fran at DC. I think San Fran bounces back in a big way. Question is, who, what, how, when? You know, uh, or is it receivers? Is it McCaffrey? I mean, McCaffrey could go for three, four tutties. Uh, good schematic matchup for Debo. Uh, not as great for Ayuk and Kittle. So I'd have to guess Debo and McCaffrey with Purdy doing well as well. We are going to Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. It's actually a good schematic matchup for the outside receivers. So I kind of like McLaurin here. Uh, Logan Thomas showed sign of life last week. Niners have been giving up production, but not the greatest schematic matchup. He does have some upside, but I'm going Conklin over Logan Thomas in my league where I lost Hawkinson and hoping for the best crossing my fingers. And we'll see about Brian Robinson. Tough matchup there. Maybe it's another Antonio Gibson game. Let's go to Pittsburgh at Seattle. Uh, It is another positive schematic matchup for Pickens. Not the best for Deontay. Not the best for Fryermuth. You can't really use Fryermuth because Rudolph doesn't throw to the middle of the field, but they do give up numbers to tight ends. But overall, I'd probably bail. Um, Not a great DK spot here. He'll see a lot of Joey Porter. So I think maybe Tyler Lockett and JSN. Pittsburgh has been pretty giving uh, inside, uh, even though Chandon Sullivan has been pretty solid. Ken Walker looking good. You know, then Warren should probably be okay because Jalen Warren, because, you know, Seattle is uh, equipped to do well offensively and maybe they have a lead here. Chargers at Broncos. You know, it's not looking great here. I don't know about Josh Palmer. He's got a concussion, so I might just totally bail on all chargers other than Gerald Everett, who does have a very good matchup. You can certainly try out Eckler. Decent showing last week. It's Jared Stidham for the Broncos. I actually like Jerry Judy. Uh good schematic matchup for him. I do think that uh, Javante Williams will get the ball, uh, get a lot of touches. Bengals at Chiefs here. Uh, very good schematic matchup for KC. So I think we should feel good about the – against KC about the Bengal passing game here, maybe playing from behind good matchup for Browning Uh, chase is still in play to play. Very good matchup there. Good for Boyd. Uh, It's only bad for Hudson Tanner Hudson. So I feel good about Cincinnati's ability in fantasy here against KC. Their defense hasn't been dominant. I think they will bounce back though. I mean, the Bengals aren't, they don't offer a ton of resistance. Very good matchup for Kelsey, so I do think that Mahomes will bounce back. Uh, maybe not the best spot for Rice, but you're you're probably using Rice. Uh, and then we could see C.E.H. Uh, in the backfield there. And then last but not least, Cincinnati Bengals at uh, no 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 um, Green Bay Packers at the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, decent matchup for Love's Love and Dobbs. Reed is back. I like Reed. Not the best for Craft. I think Aaron Jones felt. Pretty good last week. Like, I think we could go back there, even though it's a tougher matchup. We don't know who the quarterback will be, though, and that's a problem. But good schematic matchup for uh, Justin Jefferson. Uh, Solid for Addison. I do like Osborne in this matchup because the middle of the field is wide open against the Green Bay Packers. Kind of went fast there, but we did log in a good uh, 25 minutes. Pretty sure we – covered all the games yes we did offered up those quick tips so i'm going to wrap it up here and get back to work and writing and making prop picks and the like here and writing the article of the article version of this podcast so i will pause and stop now and wrap it up here happy holidays to everybody happy new year good luck in the championship week week 17 we're back next week here for the last chance saloon the finale but Until then, again, good luck this week, and we'll catch you next time here at FantasyPoints.com. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Fantasy Points Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform, and come join the roster at FantasyPoints.com.